Hi, and welcome back to No Improvement, a sort of funny talk show that explores the vast, untapped potential of TV shows, books, films, and more. I'm Tia. I'm Thonia. And today we are talking about the uh, classic 1985 film based off of a Lovecraft book slash story <laughs> called Yeah, it's Re-animator. like a series of stories. Ah, <laughs> um, it is also the first of a trilogy of movies. I've oh, not seen my God. the other two because they look pretty bad. Uh, but this is, you have Reanimator, you have Bride of Reanimator in 1990, I think. Mm-hmm. And you have Beyond Reanimator in 2003. Whoa. And fun fact, that is the one with the Europop song called Move Your Dead Bones uh, attached to it. And um, possibly one of the best music videos of all time. It's (laughs) incredible. Oh, man. But yeah, this was a very interesting (laughs) (laughs) movie. There are things you could do in movies in the 80s that like would raise a lot of red flags nowadays. Yeah, there there were some. um, It reminded me a little bit. uh, Trigger warnings all around. of the the tree rape scene in Evil Dead a little ah, bit. Ah, yes. Yeah, that's like, another one. Ah, it's like, mm. A classic, uh, this is just weird. <laughs> like, I think it's Pauline Kael, like renowned critic Pauline Kael, who reviewed this movie and was like, I must give them this. The head joke where the disembodied head is going to give her head is quite good, but... <laughs> She's like, I can't deny this <laughs> fundamental truth, but it's like, fun. it's like good. I get the pun, funny. However, that, that's one. Okay, so I think I may have brought up this movie when I originally watched it uh, in like one of the really early episodes. I think it was our like episode eighteen or something like that. Our monthly favorites. Oh man. Oh, uh, we should do that. Throwback. Again. <laughs> we should. Um, <laughs> But uh, this was a movie that I originally watched with my dad. Nice. My dad has a knack for always getting like, hey, dad, the like some uncomfortable movies to watch together as like a family. So like the point in this movie specifically where her reanimated zombie dad like rips off her clothes. I was like, yep, this is a movie. (laughs) 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 These were decisions that were made. Uh, Also, holy shit, I forgot how much Barbara Crampton, the actress who plays Meg, like, Mm -hmm. goes through. (laughs) Like, not only how many times she is naked, but, like, also that she had to be naked and have, like, ostensibly a disembodied head, like, mouthing at her boobs. Like, (laughs) an Oscar to this woman. Oh, man. And, like, the fact that her character from the beginning was, like, this is suspicious. I don't even think you should be this guy's root. Like, he, like, yeah, she, I get she bad totally figured it out. Yeah, and then she's like, okay, he killed my cat. I'm upset. This seems bad. Still, <laughs> still, she continues to be punished. But, yeah. Yeah, Dan she is does live, kind though. of useless. Uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. She yeah. <laughs> Technically, Dan lives. Debatably. Um, um Yeah, it's. <laughs> So this is actually, it, it kind of holds pretty close to the source material. Mm-hmm. Even the sequel is sort of based on um, <laughs> the following stories. This was one of those. Um, so H.P. Lovecraft wrote these stories in like the 20s and 30s. Uh, High as a ones, kite. 
Oh. <laughs> I don't even know if he was high. He was just an anxious, scared dude a lot of the time. <laughs> he was like, this is going to happen, and we're all going to be fucked. I need to warn everyone. <laughs> yeah, it's part of the reason why he was, like, so racist, because he was just freaked out by literally everything. So he was like, oh ah, God. people who are not the same as me. Ah! Oh, my God. It's he like, did not. No one he is lived the same briefly. as you, bro. <laughs> He lived briefly in Brooklyn and he hated it because he was like, not everyone's white. I want to go back to Rhode Island. What a little piece, baby. (laughs) I know. Everyone else is like, we don't even want to associate with you. Like, just. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We have letters of the time where people were like, dude, you are too racist for us. People alive in the 20s. Calm down. (laughs) Um, Like, like, maybe got better. It's really, it's debatable. But, uh, Mm -hmm. like. Towards the end of his life, people were like, he was sort of nice to, like, gay people. It was like, okay. He was pr- I, he was probably, like, fading away. Like, I can't even tell what's going on anymore. <laughs> yeah, oh, so the basic premise of the stories and the movie is you have um, kind of our main character, uh, Dan Kane, which mm-hmm. all of these kind of sound like... <laughs> Ominous biblical like, names? It, well, almost <laughs> biblical names, but also, like, if you had to think of a name, like, you're like, Stephen King, give me a name for a main character. He was like, ah, mm-hmm. Dan Kane, <laughs> done. Um, and he meets Herbert West, <laughs> who is uh, a crazy person, uh, and also Jeffrey Combs, whom I love. Mm-hmm. Like, this guy, he's in all three of the movies, the reanimator oh movies. And, like, he just seems to have, be having a great time with it. Is he so, the headless you know, man? No, he is uh, the the little glasses man who is the one who comes up with all this bullshit. Ah, uh, indeed. Who's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's great. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, Dan and West become roommates. Oh, my God, they were roommates. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> against, like, all logic. Every, yeah. Against... Megan, who is Barbara Crampton, who's Dan's girlfriend, and also the daughter of the dean, which is one of those things where I'm like, Does I know she's matter? like, my dad's a Puritan, but uh, he's like, I <laughs> I may have killed your cat and brought it back to life, but I know you're fucking the dean's daughter. And it's like, those things are not the same. Yeah. <laughs> We're on the same level. These but you do you, buddy. Yeah, that was a... Uh... <laughs> What a threat. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, much, once uh, he does, the Dean is kind of nuts because as soon as uh, Dan goes to him to be like, okay, super honestly, yeah, Herbert has reanimated some stuff, a cat specifically. He has discovered the thing to bring you back to life. And he's like, not only am I not going to listen to you, your financial aid is revoked, and also you have to write me a letter personally apologizing that I, you made me listen to that five second bullshit. It's <laughs> like, holy shit, this man is angry. He doesn't even really seem to hate him that much, like when they interact earlier. So it's really like, oh, he, oh, he's just generally in a bad mood. <laughs> he's like, you know what? Fuck you. No yeah. school for you. Um, oh man, but going going back to the roommate thing, <laughs> the fact that like they're like walking he's, around the house and he's just like, "Where's the basement?" and then he goes yeah. to the basement, just like, "Yes." <laughs> yes. I have a note that's like, "No one this excited about a basement is gonna be a good roommate," because <laughs> yeah. he's just like, "This is perfect." 
Like, I don't even need to see my room. This basement is exactly what I need. It's yeah. like, oh, God. You mean that about as suspicious as anything could possibly be? Like, it was just, yeah, like, Dan, unreasonably suspicious. Megan's like, yeah, you have to think about this, Dan, right? And everyone's just, like, sliding a wad of cash across the table, just like, Dan, you don't have to think about it. Just take the money. <laughs> And she's like, he's in love with the basement. <laughs> That's not normal. I um. <laughs> I love this movie for many reasons, but one of them is the fact that some of the special effects look so good. Like a lot of the medical stuff, I'm like, holy shit, that's disgusting. I love it. Right. And yet some of them are so <laughs> shitty. Yeah. I'm specifically talking about this whole thing with the cat. Where, like, oh the cat goes missing, they find the dead cat in the freezer, which, like, to be fair to Herbert, the part where he's like, you didn't leave a note, and he's like, what am I supposed to write in a note? Cat dead, details later? I'm like, you know what, that's that's actually kind of fair. Still weird, but kind of fair. And then mm-hmm. when he reanimates that cat, it's just, like, someone Velcroed a cat plush to his back, and he's just running around with it on his back like ah! <laughs> I swear to god that everyone was just using that like Sabrina Salem technology <laughs> but like the worst version of it or it something. was so good uh yeah there's that whole bit where they just like he throws it against the wall and then they're just like there's a swinging light so you can't really see what's happening and you just hear the sounds of a cat like scuttering around and they're just whacking at everything that vaguely moves that's actually, yeah. like, super effective. When you think about, like, I don't know what the budget for this movie was. It kind of feels like it was, like, $50 and a gift <laughs> card. Uh, like, they did really good. Um, that cat looked kind of fucked up, though. Uh, <laughs> when it's, like, on the table and coming back to life, it's like, oh, God. What is this? Put this Muppet to death. It's really yeah, wrong. This is not. Yeah, and there's, there's some interesting, like quote-unquote science behind the reanimator stuff like oh this <laughs> the sooner that it's died the like more together it seems the fresher the yeah this fresher. is all like yeah he says fresh a lot which is just like oh yeah he's <laughs> like he's a creep <laughs> he's uh, creepy <laughs> yeah there's like a lot of stuff the whole um like first 15 minutes it kind of feels like this movie could have been like it's like a medical drama but mm-hmm. with like zombies on top where yeah. um, you have Herbert West and Dr. Carl Hill, oh, Carl, um, mm-hmm. who's the, the renowned doctor of Miskatonic University. Miskatonic is, by the way, the university that Lovecraft made up. It's like a staple of a lot of his stories. Oh, uh, it's in Arkham, Massachusetts, which also doesn't exist. Um, Whoa. It's yeah. like freaking Batman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. That's exactly where it came from. Um, oh, my. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, they're getting into arguments about, like, how long um, after a brain has died can you bring it back. Mm-hmm. And I – it's such a dick move. Both of them are such assholes, but I really love the scene where they're in class and Hill's oh teaching them about how to <laughs> look at a brain. And Herbert's just, like, lifting a pencil and, like, snapping it <laughs> just to so He's just, like – say something I don't agree with and I'm just gonna snap this pencil I'm holding it at eye level you can see me do it ugh iconic and then I like also that the second 
the professor sort of acknowledges it and also ends glass. He's like, time to scream at you. <laughs> Just like runs up like, you fool. Yeah, like he's How like, everybody's class, stay, we're still in session. <laughs> like, it's not like, over. This is a debate now. Yeah, I'm going to, everyone watch me call the teacher a dumb fuck to his face. Come on. Yeah, and they did. <laughs> yeah. Well, to be fair, I would watch that any minute. Although the Dr. Hill like storms off with like, it's going to be a pleasure to fail you. And I was like, yeah, that is true. He's grading you. So, <laughs> but you know, Herbert has like higher goals than grades. Yeah. He's, he's he here to bring shit back to life. The school's holding him back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As soon as um, they bring that cat back to life and like Dan is like, oh, holy shit, I have to help you now. It's like, oh, you fucked up, Daniel. <laughs> you're, yeah. Why? You're in too deep. <laughs> He's like, he believes in him, but, and I guess once he does get expelled from the school or like he gets his financial aid taken away, which is basically the same because he can't go to the school anymore. Right. Like, it's kind of just like, well, I got nothing else to lose. Yeah. Dan. Dan. Yeah. This is so bad. It, It was like, it was interesting to see. Like, I felt like they were getting addicted to the process in a way that reminds me of, like, replaying a game or something. It's like, oh, I I (laughs) fucked up. I'll just kill them and then reanimate them. Or I'll just reanimate them if they're dead or something. And it'll fix everything. Even though, like, every single time it's terrible. They just keep doing it. (laughs) Yeah. It's not not really working, guys. I feel like you've got to tweak the formula at least before, like, injecting another person. But I guess it was just trial. Trial period. Yeah. It was really, like... (laughs) Oh, I got to get like all the variables under control. So the first one didn't turn out right. Well, it wasn't a human. I, the first human didn't turn out right. Well, he was dead too long. Uh, how does he didn't turn out right? Oh, well, you know, oops, he got his, he got brain trauma. Yeah, like maybe it's your fault, Herbert. <laughs> like- to be fair, <laughs> when he reanimates uh, Dr. Hill after he beheads him with a shovel, yeah. which holy shit, that's fun. Um, <laughs> Hill does pretty good. And his head is not attached to his body. Yeah, that's one of those things where it's like, you should have thought this through. Maybe not brought back his body. I guess he was like, I'm just going to see what works. But think this through, Herbert. (laughs) Worked a little too well. Yeah, and that is one horny head. (laughs) Oh, my God. The part where he's like propping it up and it just keeps flopping over in the head in the dish. (laughs) And then he just like stabs it on like a... A pike that he uses for like receipts. I was oh like, God. "This is some good prop comedy. I appreciate this. <laughs> Thank you." Yeah, this movie was. <laughs> this movie did have some pretty outrageous, like gory moments too. Yeah. The, the redness of the blood really speaks oh my God. to the silliness Every of the movie. <laughs> single time people threw like pieces of people or like the dead cat against a wall, or when Hill's head gets thrown against the wall, there's just like chunks left to the wall that just kind of flop flop <laughs> off after a second i'm always just like oh that's disgusting good job guys yeah <laughs> oh man this is the thing of like practical effects are so great sometimes it's like yeah. oh that's disgusting it's worth the investment <laughs> um but yeah oh, dr man. hill is already like a creep like every single time he talks to barbara i'm like you step away or megan <laughs> whatever uh <laughs> We're on a first name ter- term. Yeah. Uh, that lady. <laughs> yeah. He has her. I forgot about this. He has a piece of her hair in a file that he keeps in his office that has like a bunch of clippings about her, 
where it's like sophomore wins hearts. Uh, here's a bunch of hair in a photo. And I'm like, yeah, I wonder <laughs> like what, why do people want, I feel like if anything, hair is bad. Like you just, you find it in your food and you're like, get that out of here. You find it on the floor and you're like, get that out of here. My friend of reference here is Crispin Glover in uh, Charlie's Angels 2, oh I believe, God. where he just keeps ripping everyone's hair out and sniffing it. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's like, uh, it's got to be a specific thing because I don't think it just hits everyone like that, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, he's definitely like a weird, creepy dude, so. Yeah. Sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I just wrote, not a fan of all this nudity. <laughs> I think it was just generally... <laughs> About the entire end scene where there's just a lot of naked people. Yeah. Fucked up looking. Uh, yeah. Great times. Sort of zombie-esque. I love, oh my god, the best part was how they all, like, was he mind controlling them? Or did he just yeah. say, everybody stay down <laughs> until this last yeah, moment? Like, and <laughs> and I, I, like, I'm, when I say, and I've been waiting for you, everyone pops up, like, immediately. Yeah, and they're all like, thumbs up, got no, yeah, there's, like, an implication that the serum gives you, like, mind control abilities over the other right. people, I guess, injected with serum. Like, whoever injects is the one yeah. who controls them? Well, Vampire no, because that would be Herbert. Um, but oh. Dr. Hill, he, like, he can control his body, which is already kind of weird because his head is completely detached, but okay. Um, <laughs> and then he, like, lobotomizes all the other people. And he's like, I've I've found how to shape people to my will. So I guess that's the explanation. But honestly, you're not. It's not supposed to make sense. <laughs> Man. And I think by like the third movie, based on what I read online, they're like, oh, in addition to bringing people back to life, if we use this electricity thing, we can trap their minds and spirits and also oh transfer that. Yeah, okay, it's I, <laughs> I did think that was an interesting thought, but I felt like they got it all wrong. Like, the whole thing about consciousness, I yeah, was like, the- I, <laughs> why is that your explanation instead of, like, well, maybe for there to be consciousness, things have to be a certain way, and yeah. reanimating a dead person doesn't achieve that way. <laughs> like, why didn't they think about, but they're like, nope. It's a soul or something. I'm like, yeah, okay. there's um, like the only bit you get of that here is uh, it kind of comes off as like the power of love type thing because you have yeah. uh, Megan yelling at her dad, no, daddy, no. The power of love compels you throughout a lot of this movie. No, daddy. Uh, and then he like as a zombie is like, I'm gonna crush Hill's head now. Which by the way, Hill's head comes back in the second movie and it looks no- decidedly not crushed. And like eyes gouged out, so like get your your story straight here, guys. But um fix those puppies. <laughs> yeah, he like has a memory of her specifically, even after being lobotomized, which is like a fun extra step of fucked up. Yeah, maybe it's just like his instinct to protect. Yeah, but it's also like a thing where um I think Dan asks him, uh, Herbert this, where he's just like, Have you thought about why? Everyone you bring back is just in agonizing pain and screams a lot. Yeah, you have you that? ever? Like, no. <laughs> Not. It's like maybe they were at peace <laughs> and you're yanking them back. <laughs> it's not ideal. Yeah, there's a fun little uh, do not do mess with God's stuff. Vibe. And yet, at the end, that means fuck all. 
because yep. you have, and also, I noticed it especially rewatching it this time. Why is Megan like, I'm going to stand as close to the doors of this elevator as possible, right near the part that's going to be open until the last second? Like, you kind of deserve getting choked out by a zombie who just like lunges at you. Yeah. For that one only. At least but, get into um, like a sick like ninja squat or something. I mean, crouch in the know? corner as far away from the thing as possible. Yeah, climb That's up. That's what I do every time I get in an elevator <laughs> and I'm not being pursued by zombies. Um, and yeah, you cut. Yeah, she's just standing oh, there inconsiderately right. blocking the door. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Megan. Uh, but you have like a beautiful, like we've come full circle, folks, because the very beginning of the movie, well, the very, very beginning is Herbert West uh, exploding his teacher's brain but second part second opening is daniel trying to bring a woman back like with um cpr and mm-hmm. they're like no daniel you can't save her she's too far gone you have to learn when to let go and oh. it's like at by the end when That's we've come right. full circle and he's doing cpr on megan they're like oh she's she's definitely dead and he's like guess what i have i've not, <laughs> learned, I've not learned shit time to inject some random stuff into this girl who I love's neck. Yeah, and she'll then, be fine uh, just like the rest of them have been totally fine. <laughs> yeah, it fades to black and the last thing you hear is just like an agonized scream. Uh, based on, because this one kind of ends ambiguously, based on the sequel, Bride of Reanimator. Amazing. She dead. Megan's dead. Uh, the whole plot of that movie is Herbert finds her heart at the hospital and is like, we can rebuild her from this. And they like piece together a person who was in, like in love with Dan inexplicably because the heart. <laughs> the heart oh my God. The heart loves Dan. Uh, which is some rom com fucking logic. That is American Horror Story Coven. <laughs> Straight Basically. Up. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, yeah, that is most of Reanimator. Oh, I have to shout out. The mm-hmm. fact that they just wholly rip off the psycho theme from I know. Psycho. I know. When like it started playing, subtle. I started like singing along to it, and then I was like, "Wait a minute!" I think they may have like pitched it down or up like a tiny bit, but it's literally just the. They just remixed it. Soundtrack, yeah. Oh man. Okay. So wait, you say I want to go back to something really fast. You okay. said that yes. Herbert was alive in the sequel. Mm. Wasn't he? Was he not yeah. eaten by the? He gets or- intestined <laughs> in this one, but I was yeah, like, what? <laughs> that was I crazy. guess he could survive hypothetically. I think by the time the sequel, like the at the opening of the sequel, it's um, it's based on a short story where uh, I think it's the two, the main character, the narrator, and Doctor West uh, have like relocated to World War two battlefields i think and they're like this is a good place to get a lot of bodies so oh my just gonna go to- uh and in those in the movie they're at the peruvian civil war or something like that and uh so they just like they've hooked up mm-hmm. and then they go back to miskatonic together but uh yeah he kind of <laughs> i was like i don't remember him getting out yeah. The last thing you see him do he's being choked by a giant intestine which by the way very annihilation move um <laughs> And he, like, throws his bag into the hallway for Dan. He's like, my notes! Yeah, he's uh, like, go on without me, because I'm clearly going to die here. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they were like, we can't... The movie doesn't work without Jeffrey Co- Combs. <laughs> I keep wanting to say Coombs, because 
I feel like it should be, not just Combs, but it's spelled Combs. God damn it. <laughs> Coon sounds better. Yeah, so, I know. There. <laughs> uh, Change your name. really have called me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, this man. is, like, honestly one of those iconic 80s horror movie, though. It Very, very 80s. Feeling. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh, so much fun. <laughs> so gruesome. So oh. wild. It, it, the practical like, effects are so much fun. They like, are. They really I don't go think, ham. <laughs> apart from the like light bits of editing where they made the neon color look really neon, mm-hmm. I really don't think they did any like non-practical effects because one, they had no budget, and two, it was the eighties. Uh, mm-hmm. But it winds up looking like really good. Like it isn't super yeah. outdated. I mean, parts of it are. <laughs> the, the the theme plots, some of them are. <laughs> um, Barbara, you deserved better. Uh, I think she was going to have a cameo in the sequel, and her agent was like, no, it's too small for you. You're a star. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You're bigger than this now, Barbara. <laughs> oh, man. Well, Also, for some reason, I remembered the Dean being played by... Um, oh, no. Von Winkler? Is that his name? Uh, <laughs> I don't that know. actor? Oh God, uh, the one who's in Barry. <laughs> that is not specific. Henry von Winkler? Nope, that's I not. I don't it. know who is in Barry besides the guy oh who I know is God. too young to be the guy. <laughs> Henry Winkler. So that's close. his name. He is in a lot of. Oh, he's the Fonz. It's the Fonz. <laughs> I thought it was him for some reason. Oh my God. In my brain, I was just like, yeah, present day, the Fonz played the dad in this movie from the 80s. <laughs> oh, I'm I a see. genius. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks, Brain, for really fucking me up on that one. Uh, oh. I also, I was very curious. Um, a lot of the zombies had like this. Um, I'm calling them zombies. They're basically zombies. They're, They're reanimated zombies. corpses, but fuck it. Um What's like a zombie if not a reanimated corpse? <laughs> I mean, fair. They're bleeding from the mouth a lot, and I'm, I'm very curious to know what was in the mixture, because a lot of it looked like jam. And I was like, did you just have to walk around with, like, a mouthful of jam? Delicious. <laughs> it was like... Oh, my God. I feel like... so sticky. That would turn me off to jam for a while mm-hmm. if I was mm-hmm. one of those actors. I would be like, uh, I guess I'll just take just a little <laughs> bit of butter. Like, <laughs> like no, please. Oh, oh. Another shout out must be yes. for the security guard who is kind of terrible at his job and who really likes Dan. I love him. He just keeps leaving. <laughs> He's like, oh, Dan, you're here. Okay, I'm leaving. Bye. I'm going to go get coffee. <laughs> like, all right. Dan, you have this handle? All right, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Dan. Uh, like he runs in. When um, they've killed that first corpse and, like, the Dean is curled up in a corner just, like, crying. And he's like, Dan, you okay? Like, immediately. So I was like, wow. Dan just Dan a cool is such guy. a good friend. Yeah. When he comes back at the final scene and, like, he gets, he meets that um, headless body, he's just like, nope. I'm leaving. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. That's actually the best. Correct. The best idea anyone involved in this uh, movie's has had so far. Yeah, and that headless man was pretty effective, so. I know. I, there were, like, a couple points where I was like, is this one of those, like, Halloween so costumes where yeah. he, like, keeps going? Is there, there were definitely a couple where it was, like, two dudes. 
mm-hmm. it's just so much fun to look at. Also, uh, the the Pratt bits where he's like headless body, uh, the head is controlling the body, mm-hmm. and the body's just hitting literally everything, just <laughs> causing complete rampage. And I'm like, yeah, this is the kind of buddy comedy I love. The head <laughs> and his body. Oh, that would be very. That would be cute. Oh yeah. I feel like the Adams family missed out on the on their being a character like that. Oh my god, there is a party happening outside. <laughs> Sorry if any of this gets picked up. There's like a horn that's been going for a full 30 seconds. It's just all a part of our <laughs> um our <laughs> reanimator episode actually. I uh yeah. had that live band go down there. <laughs> um <laughs> but no. But they, wow. Oh, I so, wonder if I can request oh. Move Your Dead Bones, the Europop hit from 2003. Incredible. Beyond incredible. Incredible. Wow. 2003 is so recent. Yeah, yeah, which is a dog's name. <laughs> <laughs> Not to, you know, I mean, anyone's name is anyone's name, but. Oh, I that's also. A dog name. <laughs> so uh, when you first meet Barbara Crampton and Megan, um, Dan's doing this thing where he's like tickling her and she's like, no, no. And then it cuts to them having sex. And she's like, yes, yes. And I bring this up only to mention that immediately after they finish having sex, the cat jumps on his back and it 100% was thrown by someone just <gasps> on camera. Just oh like God. tossed lightly onto uh, the main actor's back, which I find <laughs> hilarious. I, I'm like, I really hope it didn't land with its claws out because otherwise it'd be like, ah! I'm just imagining <laughs> just like a floating cat. <laughs> I did not notice that at all, but that is amazing. It like jumps in from a weird angle. <laughs> like from like you're, you're like, did somebody <laughs> vault that cat across the room? <laughs> like oh, we can't wow. train the cat to do shit. We got to throw the cat. I mean, feels true. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and cats are quite, they're good about that stuff. They're good about it. Um, land on all their feet, <laughs> whether look or not very it's on elegant. back. Yep, claws in, out. Who knows? But they land. They do land. Yeah. Um. My cat <laughs> got a, to use a body double for its other big C. Yep. Yeah. So really living up to. Uh, it was sort of a star for the up. first third of the movie. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So that's Reanimator. <laughs> <laughs> in a nutshell, it's a cat movie that becomes a zombie movie. As far as, or a medical drama to Yeah, to, to medical cat drama, movie. and then like a pet movie, mm-hmm. and then like a rom-com, mm-hmm. uh, and then very last zombie movie. We love these genre mixing movies because <laughs> isn't real life just, it feels like this. <laughs> I feel like something that's fun about movies like Ma um, and, and Reanimator that like are a little crazy, but it's like part of the fun, is that it really makes you think, Life really is a little crazy. <laughs> like, sure. <laughs> sure, this could happen. So Yeah. It's also, it's one of those things where, like Mob with Octavia Spencer, mm-hmm. everyone in Reanimator is uh, really going for it. A dedicated like, every performance? every single person. Yes. Uh, it really Robert ties Robert is, like, acting the shit out of yelling and crying and screaming daddy Her every five seconds. Her scream was crazy. Yeah. She <laughs> should be on Riverdale. <laughs> oh, holy shit. Oh, man. She could anyway. be a mom. Oh my god! Actually, she was true. a mom. Um, did you see the movie, the horror movie "You're Next"? No, it's so good. So she's the m- main character's boyfriend's mom. 
fun. And that is a it's a recent movie. It's from like 2014, 15. And she looks so young that I think it was the director was like, we need to put makeup on her to make her look older because no one's going to believe she's their mom. Amazing. Good for her. She's aged. <laughs> she looks exactly the same in the face, but with white hair now. It's amazing. Uh, she's Barbara Crampton, my hero in aging. <laughs> Give me your secrets, please. <laughs> like, leak your skincare routine, Barbara. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> she actually goes to a bunch of horror conventions, so I wonder if I could just show up and be like, Barbara, what, what, what's your loop cool. routine? What's your nighttime routine like? She seemed like a nice, a nice lady, and I like that her last name was Halsey. I was just oh. like, oh, and the dean, I guess, <laughs> the last name was Halsey. I was just like thinking of, <laughs> oh, obviously Halsey the whole time. Well, obviously, I liked <laughs> that. Um, at some point on the subtitles. The uh, security guard is asking Dean Halsey, Dean Halsey, and the subtitles were just like, "Did Halsey, did Halsey, <laughs> <laughs> like, did Halsey do what?" <laughs> oh my god! Did Halsey break up with Jeezy? Yes, yes, did, she did. Did she? Yes, she did. <gasps> oh my god! Does that mean she and Lana are gonna like? I don't know. Really, Lana's a song dating killer? a cop. <laughs> Lana's dating a cop. Wait, who's an Lana? Instagram cop? <laughs> This, this episode is taking a turn. This is I now must Google this. Celebrity news. <laughs> yes, we we interrupt this uh, podcast with breaking a celebrity news. Lana Del Rey is dating an influencer cop. This yep. is I. <laughs> Everyone was like, "This is very on brand for you, Lana." This is so. I. This is the most surreal. <laughs> oh no. And worse, the second most viewed story on this website is Noah Centennial's hair is no more. <laughs> oh, man. I wish he would be in a bad Christmas movie. Um, oh, my God. Wasn't a bunch of bad perfect? Netflix movies, like, generally. Oh, my God. They're so, they're so bad. And it's not like for, I mean, he, I just feel like he's like, yeah, I'll make some money. Like, <laughs> like that's the vibe I get from it. Which I'm like, okay. But anyway, um, this is the end of our celebrity news section. Uh, to, to conclude <laughs> the episode of this episode 108 about reanimator. Bitch, you didn't think that reanimator was going to lead to this, did you? <laughs> no, I'm sure nobody expected it. But I mean, <laughs> as this movie proves, you just you shouldn't try to expect things. You'll never know. <laughs> there will be many. And also, you should say no to your friends sometimes because sometimes they're not your real friends. Yeah. This is the end of your second PSA of the last two weeks. Roommates too. And anyone who wants you to go into their basement, or anyone who's really into a basement, just like Ma, Herbert yeah. West was too into well, his basement. That's true. People who are too Parallels. into their basement. I feel like if you are a sensible. God-fearing person, you don't go in your basement, you seal that shit up as a mint. <laughs> you use it to store your extra shit, and then you never go down there. That's yeah. where the demons are. And when you do go down there, you have so many lights, and you still scream constantly at every turn, because that's what I would do. But, mm. um, yeah, so thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. We're going to be talking about Crimson Peak next week, um, which is a fun... Uh, what is his name? Is in it? And what is Guillermo del Toro? It? Oh, it's yes. Tom Hiddleston and the Hiddles. Oh no, I do not. Mia was just get caught. Yes, I don't yes. know how to pronounce her name. That is right. Alice <laughs> Terribly Wonderland. sorry to every Polish person who's listening. Yes. I think she is Polish. 
I immediately regretted saying that because I don't. <laughs> You're like, now apologies to <laughs> Europe. <laughs> Just <laughs> general apologies to everyone. Yeah. Always. It, yeah exactly. Um, uh, so that'll be yeah. exciting. And that'll be uh, ending our spectacular month. And then we're going to get into, um, I mean, sadly, there are no Thanksgiving movies. So we'll have to figure out something for November. But then in Christmas, I mean, December. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's Christmas just- month. In Christmas month, um, and not even like for religious reasons, just you know, <laughs> it's great. <laughs> but anyway, it we're gonna be watching. It means it's Christmas lifetime movies. Yeah, that's so, that's what it really means. <laughs> that's that's the real meaning of the season. It really is, and man, it really just brings us all together around the virtual fireplace <laughs> to just cry at the you know Christmas Prince three or whatever the fuck they're called now. Much like so, Vanessa Hudgens in A Princess Switch, we all uh, cried while watching uh, Christmas Prince. Just just <laughs> empathetically crying with uh, <laughs> Vanessa Hudgens, too, in that scene. Just very emotional. But anyway, <laughs> so yeah, what should our uh, reanimator... Uh, I guess we already said the advice. There's just so much. I mean, there's a lot. Avoid pe- people. <laughs> <laughs> people. Never talk to anyone. <laughs> they're into dead bodies if they're into basements. If they are, they wear glasses. I mean, I'm wearing glasses right now. (laughs) Yeah, it's like there's a certain level of suspicion that that should be had. And I mean, listen to your girlfriend at all times. Yeah, it seems like most people would have would be more suspicious than these guys were. But for those who would be on that suspicion level, you need to raise that bar. You need to yeah. raise that bar up. <laughs> Everyone needs to get anxiety. Up. Get on our yeah. level. We're always prepared. You know, just enough. You got to just get to the point where it's like you stay alive, but it also includes really unlikely but possible situations. <laughs> you know? Just you stay build that panic all the room. Time, you're going to be ready when things eventually go to shit. Yeah, and you know, people are going to be really jealous of that nuclear fallout shelter. So... <laughs> Like, you're going to have so many friends the day that becomes useful. But anyway, now that I've induced intense paranoia into everyone, um, we're going to be watching Build your bunkers, y'all. If you can afford it, I mean. I mean, uh, just get a shovel and start. I imagine that is like, what if that was the secret mission of the Elon (laughs) Musk boring company? They're actually like boring little secret um, (laughs) safe houses into the earth. And Elon then, Musk is that kind of rich person where that would not surprise me. Yeah, but then but then he would probably reveal, like, oh, actually, I did that, but I did it on Mars. And then you'd be like, what the <laughs> fuck, Elon? Like, <laughs> why? I built tornado <laughs> shelters on the moon. So when we move there, we will be all right. And it's like, but what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks, Elon. Um, but anyway, on that note, <laughs> thanks for listening. Crimson Peak next week is going to be crazy. Or maybe, well, I mean, it'll be crazy. It'll be crazy. I mean, uh, <laughs> it's going to be crazy aesthetic. True. And um, everyone takes pay special attention to something that I think is very important, which is that Taylor, Taylor Swift. Oh, my God. <laughs> Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> oh, my God. Tom Hiddleston is just a t- Taylor Swift, Tom Hiddleston fan forever. <laughs> God. Yeah, look for the when there's pain in his eyes, you'll know where that comes from now. Um, but but uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, pay pay special attention to his nose because it is extremely straight. See, and I thought you were gonna say his butt because you definitely see his butt in that movie, but <laughs> also his nose. I just felt when I saw Avengers for the first time, the only thing I really took out of that movie was that one guy had a really straight nose. 
And I could not stop thinking about it for a while. And so I think that we should all just ruminate on that a little bit um, next yeah. week. So. That's your exercise for next week is watch Crimson Peak <laughs> sure, and then watch Crimson Peak a second time, but only looking at Tom Hiddleston's nose. That would be such a good YouTube video. It's just like Crimson Peak, Crimson but, Peak only but only when Tom Hiddleston's nose is present. <laughs> <laughs> and it's zoomed in. Oh, this video needs to exist. Anyway, <laughs> thanks so much for listening. We'll be back next week. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>